ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Friday, June 9th. It's time for your drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swam. We're here till 6 o'clock, and we're going to get your text in this hour. Open until the end of the show, 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. You want to be a part of today's program, that's your opportunity to be a part. And, of course, if you want to go social, you can do that as well. You can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. And, again, I'm on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Anytime that you would like to say something to me, and it's not during regular show hours, that's the best place to find me. So looking forward to hearing from you. Uh, It's Friday. You know what that means. Friday during off-season, and usually there's something going on that we can get into that's sports-related that, again, the whole goal here is to talk local, right? Marshall mostly for what we do, try to be your your daily voice for what's happening in the tri-state, what's happening. And it's Friday, and I know it's summer, and there's not a lot going on. So I want to open up the text line for you, give you a chance to, to maybe, I don't want to say set the stage for the show, but I'm going to give you some control today, give you an opportunity to maybe suggest some topics we can talk about. You can comment, and you can get something off your chest, whatever it may be. And that's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. You want to jump on the program, looking forward to it, talking to you this hour. So there is one thing that we do need to talk about briefly, and it's because it's a pretty big deal. Macy Boggess, Winfield High School, named the 2022-23 Gatorade West Virginia Softball Player of the Year. She's the first player from Winfield High School to receive the honor. What a season she had. A 20-0 pitching record. Her ERA was 0.038, and she had 185 strikeouts. She also batted 342 with 15 extra base hits and 38 RBIs. Youngstown State University is where she's going to go play. So she's got a scholarship with Youngstown State. So that's a huge honor. That's a big deal. So congratulations to her. And, of course, you would like to see her stay local. You would like to see her maybe play with the Thundering Herd. Youngstown State, obviously a good opportunity for her. But you always want to see players like this. Maybe, maybe, and I I sincerely mean this, maybe give the Herd a serious look because Marshall – Year in and year out, I believe, is going to be a contender to make the NCAA tournament win the Sun Belt Conference Championship in softball. It might not be every year, but I think Marshall's definitely going to be a contender. So you hope that you can attract more of this caliber of in-state talent. And there's a lot of in-state talent that just waiting to be discovered. All right, someone's taking us up on our text line. Let's do that. Uh, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter's writing in asking, who is going to replace Bob Bolin as color guy for ESPN Plus basketball broadcast? My vote, Dave Wilson. If Mark Martin's not doing the game, 
as far as play-by-play, my vote's for Dave Wilson to do play-by-play or Ryan Eplin. I love Dave, and I don't know if I would have Dave be my color guy, though, because Dave is a tremendous play-by-play announcer. Dave, most recently, for his work with Metro News, won the WVBA play-by-play award. So my vote would be for Dave to be the guy when Mark Martin's not available. And I also, again, I want to give a shout-out to my friend who I have known for years, and you've heard him on a lot of ESPN Plus broadcasts, and that's Ryan Epling. And again, I don't know if I would put those guys in as color analysts, only because I think that they excel at play-by-play, but that's not a bad choice. Absolutely not. Bob did a great job. So he's going to be hard to replace. Very knowledgeable, knows what he's talking about, knows the game, has experience. And so you want someone like that that can give you the flavor of the game, give you the experience. And that's what a good color analyst does. A great play-by-play announcer describes what's happening, tells you what's happening. Here's what I'm seeing. And the color analyst is going to tell you why it happened and tells you in an informative way. And, of course, you got to have somebody who's entertaining on the air as well. So, yes, I'm going to give a lot of shout-outs here right now. My guy Dave Wilson would be a fantastic choice as a color analyst for ESPN Plus basketball broadcast. But at the same time, I think that if you're going to bring him in, he's going to spot for a guy like Mark Martin. He's going to spot for a guy like Ryan Epling because the advantage here is that Dave lives in the northern half of the state right now. And so coming to multiple basketball games, I don't know how much that would be logistically possible because he's also the morning show host for the uh, AM station up there with the West Virginia Radio Corporation, which runs Metro News. So, you know, and and of course, Dave can make the trip, though. He can make the trip if he would want to. It'd be a long haul for maybe weekends. I don't know. Maybe he could do weekends. But that's not a bad choice. Absolutely not. Dave does a fantastic job, and I like the suggestion. I don't know if Dave would be the color guy you would want because I would think he would be the guy you'd want for play-by-play. Him or Mark Martin, Ryan Epling. Those are my three guys. I'd like to see a rotation of those guys because Ryan was doing softball this year. He wasn't at the stadium. He had to do it back at the broadcast center. Because that's the setup now. Everything is set up almost through the broadcast center. So he was doing the games, watching the monitors, keeping track of everything. did a fantastic job. Now with basketball, different story. They've got them courtside. There's none of that in basketball. But for some of the other sports, that's sort of remote. I don't know if I would want to try to have Dave do color remotely. I don't know how that would work. Have the play-by-play guy and then have Dave do color. It'd be an interesting exercise to try to split the broadcast that way. But, no, he's an excellent – he did a great job. When when Steve Cotton has to do football and there's a basketball conflict, Dave usually gets the call for the radio side, and usually it's football on the air. We have that over on our sister station, 93.7 The Dog, and then we carry the basketball game because it's a standalone broadcast, and Dave does those games. Uh, Dave would get my vote, definitely. I'd have to ask Dave what he thinks about that. I might do that, see if he's uh, responding to text this hour. I'll do that. You can ask questions like that as well. I'll give you my opinion, my thoughts, or I'll try to make it up. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So that's a good start. Who's going to replace Bob as the color guy for ESPN Plus? Well, 
Any suggestions? I'll take them. We'll pass those along. More coming up, including your text. Again, the number 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Friday, June 9th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line is open this hour, and we're going to keep it that way. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Any question you want to ask, any comment you want to make, anything you want to get off your chest. You need to vent. Is that something you need to do this Friday? Give me the best vent you can come up with if you needed to get it off your chest. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We've got a busy Friday night for you. Game four of the NBA Finals coming up tonight. It's going to get underway 8.30. It's going to be on our sister station, Cat Sports, 93.3 and 1340. Nuggets lead the series Two games to one. Last night, Stanley Cup action, a game you got to hear right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930, featuring the Vegas Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers, the new mecca, Florida, the new hub of sports. I mean, you have the Miami Heat. You have the Florida Panthers. I hear soccer is going to be really big in Florida these next few weeks. Great game last night. Went to overtime. Florida BLV 3-2. So Vegas now leads the series two games to one. Uh, game four is Saturday night in Florida. We got it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm happy that both series right now are 2-1. I don't like it when we see sweeps. I'm not a big fan of sweeps, especially in the final. I think the final, the Stanley Cup, the final, the NBA playoffs should go six or seven. Definitely should go six or seven. Nothing that leaves me less interested in a series than one team has a 3 nothing lead. 2-1's a little bit better. If it gets to 2-2, that's even better. 3-2's yeah, a little bit more manageable. 3-3 three, three would be great. I would love a Game 7, obviously. Big fan of the Game 7. But I'm glad that at least we saw some life in both teams, and hopefully that will carry over. But I think Miami might have run out of gas. Denver's just looking too good right now. But we've got that for you coming up tonight. And that's on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Reason being is we've got Pirates baseball coming up tonight. Thursday, off day for the Pirates. Opening up home series with the Mets tonight. 705 will be first pitch. That game right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Speaking of baseball, Cleveland's opening up a home series with Houston tonight. 7-10. Guardians in action yesterday, beating the Red Sox 10-3. And then the Cincinnati Reds got shut out against the Dodgers 6-0. So Cincinnati opening up a series in St. Louis tonight. 815 is going to be the first pitch there and keeping track of the Charleston Dirty Birds. They're home tonight against High Point. 635 is going to be first pitch there. Beat Hickory yesterday 4-2. So pretty good showing from the Charleston Dirty Birds. And have have you been following the Women's College World Series? Have you been keeping an eye on this? Well, 
Is Oklahoma just one of the greatest sports teams of all time? Are the Oklahoma Sooners just legendary? Only one loss this year. Only one loss this year. And the Sooners beat Florida State 3-1 and win the Women's College World Series. They're just unstoppable. Absolutely unstoppable. And it's been fun. I noticed there was a lot more interest in softball. Not just here. Not just because Marshall was good. But it seems to be more people are finally seeing how good softball really is. Especially when it's played at a high level. So that was a fun game to watch. I was keeping an eye on a little bit of that. I was actually watching more of the hockey game. The series the last two games have not been up to spec. And so... Florida kept it tight all game long, so that was a lot better. Hopefully, Saturday night is going to be a lot better for you as well. But, again, I'm hoping that we see a little bit more of a resurgence in Miami as the Heat will play host the Nuggets tonight. I'd hate to think that we're going to have the series end in five. I know we're only talking a couple of games difference here, but I'd like to push this just a little bit further because right after that, all we've got is baseball. We got baseball. That's about it. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing at all. But we're getting to the point where it's just going to be baseball and then talking about wanting football back. Not talking about football. Just talking about wanting football back. The silly season where we just talk about make things up. And you know my aversion to doing shows where, hey, what's your favorite sports movie of all time? You know I hate that. What is your favorite sports movie of all time? 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday, June 9th edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Our text line this hour... 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter is writing in, wants to know a little bit more about what the College Football Players Association is and why it's trying to boycott EA's college football game that is going to come out next year. Well, I think a lot of college football players are asking, what's the College Football Players Association? Honestly, it doesn't have that much of a membership. It's not like it's the Player Association for professional sports. It's not like it has that much power. It doesn't have the ability to bargain unilaterally because we're not talking about a league here. Sure, college athletics is in NCAA control, but it's not as if this is the body in which the NCAA negotiates with. This isn't the Players Association versus the owners here. This is an association that is trying to grow itself and try to, honestly, it's a noble cause. It tries to negotiate group licensing deals and advocate for athletes' best interest in matters of compensation and representation. Okay, that's a pretty noble deal, right? Because after all, It's still the wild, wild west out there. And there's not really an organization that's going to be doing blanket deals for everyone. And the whole hang-up here is that EA Sports, 
Electronic Arts, trying to bring back the NCAA football game, which was very popular. We talked a little bit about this yesterday. It was in, it was extremely popular. I can remember playing this thing back in the days of the PlayStation, not the PS2, the 3, the 4, the 5. I'm talking the PlayStation. And, of course, what was really cool about some of the games is Marshall was actually, as uh, Marshall was moving up into Division One, you knew, okay, Marshall would be in the game. But there were some games that didn't have Marshall in it, and the EA one would because Marshall was a, a higher-level 1AA team at the time. And it was always fun to have the year where, you know, basically you throw to Randy Moss and he just streaked down the sideline and score you a touchdown. You almost had to ban – you almost had to ban playing with Randy Moss in that version of the game. But the deal here is that the College Football Players Association – is trying to boycott the game because it doesn't like what the payout is. The payout is about $500, according to reports. And so what that does is there is a pool of money. There's a pool of money. And so here's how much that the game, the developer, has budgeted to compensate players for use of name, image, and likeness. So what are we talking about here we're probably talking about okay. What's your roster look like? All right, quarterback six foot three. Throw up an imaginary weight, two hundred pounds. Okay, six foot three, two hundred pound quarterback here. Throws right. What's the quarterback's number? Okay, seven. All right. So, in the game, EA Sports is going to have a quarterback at your school. If your quarterback is six foot three, two hundred pounds, where's number seven? Right-handed quarterback, probably have, um, for higher-profile players, maybe the deals are going to be a little bit better, probably have something that's a, a quick facsimile of that player here. But, hey, you're you're going to get represented in this game. Might not be much, but we're going to give you $500. So you, your name, your roster, basically we're going to replicate you in this game. In this game, your roster Stats, oh, hey, here it is. Okay, your stats, who you are, all of this. We're going we're gonna to put all of that in it, and we're going to compensate you for it. Now, we're not going to give you any royalty money because these things burn quick. You buy this version, and then a year from now, you try to sell this version, and you buy the next version, and then you buy the next version. And there's not going to be much royalty money for this. Because after this version sells, it's it's going to be put aside and somebody might pull this thing up and play it. You can't buy a new game every year. You, you got this game. Maybe you're going to wait next game after, save some pennies. I don't know. But the whole idea here is that there's some compensation and the College Football Players Association doesn't think it's enough. Doesn't think it's enough. And the best we can go with right now is... Madden franchise generates $600 million in revenue. But what percentage of that money goes to the NFL? What percentage of that money goes to the developers, the channels and platforms in which you sell this game? Yeah, that's just not a big pile of money automatically going to one place. Yeah, everybody's got to get paid. Everyone's got to get paid. And there are development costs in this game. And who knows? This game might tank. People might go, oh, this is terrible. I don't want this. The previous edition of EA Sports College Football 
sold about 1.5 million copies. And you're thinking, 1.5 million copies? That doesn't sound like a lot. I mean, games are, what, $69 now, $79? They've gone up a little bit. So, yeah, that's a big pop here. And will this game hit $1.52 million? I'm sorry, 2 million copies? I'm not sure. But at the same time, there's an opportunity now for players to get some compensation. And so should the should the kicker, I'm not picking on kickers. It seems like I always pick on kickers, but I'm not picking on kickers. But if you're the kicker, say you're the kicker at Eastern Michigan, kicker at Eastern Michigan, should you get more than $500 for your name and your roster to be in this game? Well, you don't have to be in the game, but if you allow us to make the roster authentic as possible, and we include you here, we're going to compensate you a little bit. Here, here we're going to give you $500. You don't even have to turn that in on taxes because it'll be under $600, right? So here's $500, and you're going to be in the game, and and that's it. I got nothing else. Like, hey, here you go. Here's your check for $500. I saw some retweets, and you know how social media goes. I saw college football players um, just in the feed saying, I'll take the $500. What are you talking about? And now that might be a good deal for a lot of players. There might be some players that say, look, I'm not feeling it. I think you need to give me a little bit more because I'm sort of a big deal here. I'm actually a big deal. And I think I'm worth more than $500. Now, you want to give that to the kicker? That's fine. But I think I'm worth a little bit more. You could see EA Sports possibly making that negotiation going, okay. But I think the whole idea here is to just have, here's what we can budget for player name, image, and likeness acquisition. It's going to roughly turn out to be $500. There won't be any royalties here because this thing won't be around in 10 years. This game won't be played in five years. Because it's disposable. How many of you pick up Madden 20? How many of you pick up a Madden from five years ago? You probably don't if you play games. Now, a lot of people are still playing college football because there are a lot of people who just can't let go and they want a college football game. And there's a community out there that updates the rosters. So because that was another big thing that this case came down, that you had the ability to go out and create your roster. And that caused a lot of stir because players would get together and share rosters. You could do that. You could have custom rosters. So if you wanted to have a team that resembled your team, you could go out there, put the work in. There were message board groups dedicated to tracking down. This is when the Internet still wasn't what it is now. You would have to do a little work and a little research here and get the most up-to-date roster and put it in to try to keep your team current. There was an actual culture for this. It was hilarious because, I'm going to be honest with you, there were times where, and I used to play the game many years ago, many years ago. It was fun. It was something that you know me and my friends, you know, when we were younger, would play the game, and it was always great to play as, as Marshall. That was a big draw for me. Hey, let's... Let's play. We got Marshall. Okay, you. I'll be Marshall. You be somebody else. We'll, we'll, we'll trade off here. But the game was super customizable because you could put in 
your custom rosters. You could, and so nobody's getting paid for that. That became a big problem because now college football players they weren't getting paid. They were in the game, but they weren't getting paid. And there really wasn't that vehicle for them at the time. And so that's why the series went away is because there were players that wanted paid. And so now here's an opportunity. Here's the platform for players to get paid. And there's an organization saying, look, no, it's not enough. We want more. I mean, what's the draw for you? If you still would play this, if you're of a younger age, well, you know what? I'm not going to age discriminate. If you're, if you're older and you still play it, that's great too. What attracts you to this game? Well, I would say what attracts people is the ability to play as your team. So what lends itself to the realism of that? Well, okay, hey, authentic rosters, authentic rosters. I hope if franchise mode, whatever they call it, has an opportunity for uh, the computer to have a transfer portal. That would be a great addition. I know I hate I hate the way transport. The portal is right now, but still, that would be a great addition. You can have the computer alert you, hey, coach, your star player just entered the transfer portal, and then you got to go out and recruit. Sort of like franchise mode for Madden. You, know, you have to we, you have to manage it after every game. That would be interesting. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Are you first in line? If this thing comes out next year, are you first in line for this game? Are you going to do the midnight? I mean, do stores open? Does Best Buy open for these things at midnight? Does that still happen? I mean, do you go and hang out at Walmart until they can legally sell it? Or do you just do the digital download? That was a thing. Absolutely was a thing. You go to Walmart and you get the game. Or you pre-order it and then the store would open and then there it was. You could go get it. You could play it now. But that's before we could even download this stuff. I can remember... I'm, I'm outing myself a little bit here, but I, I can remember I went to Walmart one release year. I was younger, much younger. I could stay. I could do this. And it's like, okay, hey, you're, um, oh, you're, you're, you're getting the Xbox 360 version, huh? Well, it won't have real Marshall Stadium in it. Really? Yeah. I don't know how you know that, but okay, thanks for the uh, shopping advice here. But that was the thing. People would would wait to do this so they could play as their favorite team. And, of course, here locally would be Marshall. And you could always play, customize your schedule. You can make that schedule. You could be the athletic director. You could schedule every single game you would want to do. I can remember I worked with someone who played alphabetical order, playing as Marshall, played every single 1A team, Division I team. Start at the top, work his way down, and he'd be the road team so he could play at every video game stadium. I just don't know if that's the thing now. Is this gonna is this thing comes back? Is it gonna be a huge hit? You know, is that culture gonna come back? And we we have a generation of players who haven't gone through that. We have a generation of student athletes that have not had that to be part of the culture. So I'm kind of curious what that's gonna look like. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I'm your host, Paul Swan. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
It's our final segment of today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Thanks for being a part of your Friday edition. We'll be back with you on Monday. Get a busy weekend ahead for you. Pirates baseball opening up a three-game set with the Mets tonight. 705 will be first pitch. You can catch all that action right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And over on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. It's going to be game four of the NBA Finals tonight. 830 is going to be first tip. Miami is playing host to Denver. The Nuggets lead the series two games to one. And then on Saturday, we have got game number four of the Stanley Cup Final. Florida getting the victory over Las Vegas in overtime last night, 3-2. to two. That game Saturday night, you can hear it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Also on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So looking forward to all of that action. Keep it right here on your radio. We got you covered no matter what the sport. Once again, the text line is 304-396-TALK, 304 396 8255. We've been opening up the text line for your questions this hour, things that you might want to talk about, things you might want to comment about, things that just you want to get off your chest. So we'll do that up until the top of the hour. And of course, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. You want to be a little bit more visible with it. You want to be seen. That's fine. We can do Twitter as well. And again, you can find me there at Paul Swan. Twitter's been fun so far today. A lot of absurd things are going on in Twitter right now. Uh, Twitter at this point has basically become, it's summer just about here. So Twitter has basically become the wasteland of let's do brackets, let's do polls, which thing is better than the other thing. That's what Twitter has become for me. Which thing is better than the other thing? Compare these two things. A lot of people are, are bored today on Twitter. And there I am. I'm scrolling, doom scrolling right now as we speak. You can join me there. And you can come up with something a little bit better at 304-396-TALK for our text line. And, of course, on Twitter at Paul Swan. So you pretty much you got everything you need to know. And don't forget, uh, if you do use Twitter, we post a podcast link there. But the best way to get it is go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you're using as your podcast platform of choice, you can have the show automatically delivered right to you. So those are all the things you need to know as we get close to the end for this Friday edition. And again, uh, next week, hope to hope to have some fun next week with you because we are getting into that point where what exactly is going on? And we're getting closer to my favorite time of the year is when all of the sports magazines start hitting the, the, the stands. Absolutely. I'm back into it because this has become almost a religious experience here. And I would make fun of certain people who work at this radio station, but I think I've kind of come around to it here. The whole fun of going out to the newsstand and just, oh, hey, the new new Street Smith's out. The new Athlon's out. The new Phil Steele magazine's out. 
what are they saying about the herd? What are they saying about the other teams here? So that that's coming out real soon here. So, yes, I'm going to have to budget some money for this. It's it's getting to that point where I'm going to have to start budgeting some cash here so we can we can all and the lists are going to come out. The preseason lists are going to come out. Preseason predictions. That's the thing. That's the one thing that I always enjoy more than anything. The preseason predictions. Once upon a time, I could entertain that being something that you you could have a really solid exercise. And okay, try to look at all the other teams and see which team has the best shot of being number one, either in the country or winning the conference. Can we have that? Can we absolutely have that exercise with? The way the transfer portal has changed everything. Is that something we can we genuinely have that exercise? We're going to, but can we do it? Can we absolutely with any any accuracy sit down and go, all right, what's this team really gonna look like here? Is this team gonna look like anything in the next couple of months that's close to what it looks like now? So we're getting to that point now. I'm I'm gonna lean on you a little bit for that. I'm going to give you the opportunity. We might have to do our very own Sunbelt preseason poll. It's going to be maybe listener generated. I think I already know where that's going, to be honest with you. If we do it listener generated, I think I know where that's going to be. It's going to be Marshall one, everybody else. But we might do that. We might have to do that as well. Or, um, you know what? We might, we might source that on Twitter, get a little bit more of a um, – let other people put their two cents in on that. That's going to be a project. We'll do that definitely. Don't forget, we got baseball coming up tonight here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 6.40 is going to be the airtime, 7.05 first pitch as the Pirates taking on the Mets. We've got that series all weekend long right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Don't forget – NBA Finals, we'll have that. We're going to have the Stanley Cup. The NBA Finals tonight, Game 4. Stanley Cup, Game 4 tomorrow. In between all of that, over on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340, we're going to have Kentucky Baseball in the Super Regional. Taking on LSU Saturday, airtime's going to be 2.45, and we'll have the UK Wildcats as far as they go on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. That's going to do it for this edition. We got through it. We got through it. Back with you on Monday. We'll start it all over again. Until then, have a great weekend, everyone.